What does it take to become an elite 40K player? How do the top competitors overcome bad dice? The Competitive 40K Network presents Art of War Unbroken. Insight into the game plans of the top players on the planet with your hosts, Blake Law and the Art of War Coaches. Hello and welcome to Art of War Unbroken. Champions may lose, but their spirits remain unbroken. I'm your host, Blake Law. This is episode 32 of the podcast, and we are very happy you were able to join us today. Art of War, Art of War, Art of War, I'm broken. Oh, what fun it is to talk with Blake and Brad, no joking. Hey! Happy holidays, everybody. It's the new year, and I, for one, am looking forward to the Bradning 2.0 in 2022. This is not our standard episode, meaning we will not follow our typical format. We will be doing only one part, and it'll be a little bit longer than our standard part ones. In this episode, we'll be talking... To some of it will the, be it'll be longer because we've taken the medicines longer and uncut. It's a new year. This is not our standard episode, and we'll be talking everything holidays. And as most of you know, I'm an okay player who loves the hobby, and that's our focus today. We're going to be talking about how do you compete? Oh, what is that? We got snowflakes coming down. How do you compete in an overall situation? How do you go from all right, I'm okay at the game. All right, I can paint decently. How do you take those two things, combine them together, and compete for an overall? So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking to two of the best players in the world for overalls today. For the rest of the episode, we're going to be talking about our New Year's wish list and just uh, what we expect from the competitive, 20, competitive 40K scene in 2022. And we will be unveiling Mr. Brad Chester's ultimate Christmas competitive list. And of course, we will be critique- critiquing it. So join us for Merry Times. And enjoy the holiday <laughs> extravaganza. I, I love everything that you win. Two of the guys that are definitely the best at competing for overalls. And then you're like, and, um, you know, and Brad. And bandwagon Brad. You know, he's, <laughs> Brad. he's here to smash face, yeah. And for the record, this was not sanctioned by Jolly Old St. Nick Nanavati. So completely, completely non-linked. But let me go ahead. I, I want to introduce you, Brad. Let me do my introduction. You just sit there, hang tight, because ho, 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 oh, no. My co-host today is known as the ghost of Christmas past because he died and returned to warn us about the sins of players past. Imagine we are standing outside of a frosty window of Games Workshop Citadel right now. Ghost of Brad and Toe. Before us is Blake Law, wielding knights, about to get demolished by Craftworld Eldar. His warning, his warning comes to us all. Brad has won a lot of stuff. He's won an infinite amount of Adepticons. He's won a just absolute boatload of events this year. He's currently number one or number two in the ITC. I'm not sure where he stands, but, you know, he's going to win LVO. He's going to take it home. Mr. Brad Chester. The Boy King. This is how badly the Boy King treats me. I get COVID. I'm dying. While I'm dying, can't leave the house. He sneaks ahead of me as the number one in the world. He gave you COVID. No, I, think, I, think he, no, I think he gave no it respect. to you. He probably sent it to me in a package. You know what I mean? It's like open with no care whatsoever. <laughs> Brad. So. Uh, so what is the most New Year's themed model in the game? Meaning, what is the model that likes to party the most? What is the model that likes to party the most? Yeah. I mean, it goes with the Christmas theme, though, because Beasts of Nurgle love to party. They do look like they party. They're partying on the base. You put them on there. Uh, they literally want to just have fun with you. If you read the fluff of the Beasts of Nurgle, they literally don't even realize they're murdering you. They just want to play. It's a nurgling party, man. Yeah, I, I, I love that. So nurglings are the most New Year model 
for Unbroken. I love it. I love Maybe it, man. Genius, you know what I mean? He's counting it down. He I is can, in charge of the tally. Let me introduce our guest today. Most people could probably already see them, but just forget you can see their pictures there. So everyone stop and listen. Do you hear a gentle bleat in the distance? Do you see some amazing artistic renderings of 40K to go with it? Our guest today is 40K's nicest community member. If you don't like him, I immediately don't trust you. He's a living legend of the game. <laughs> he has countless wins over his belt over the course of the past decade. He's a staple of the companion community. He's the originator of most of 40K event art that you see, including all the frontline gaming stuff for the last year. Most recently, he finished top eight at Games Workshop New Orleans. Mr. Thomas Goatboy Reedy. What's up? It is the go with the sweetheart of forty k. I prefer that the sweetheart, sweetheart of forty k. Right? <laughs> Goatboy, what is your most New Year's themed model? New Year's themed model likes to party. Uh, most of my spades, uh, like what, uh, all my space goats look like Santa Claus because they're white and red. So that's what, that's what I think most space goats. most Christmassy space goats because they're all. I mean, I was like, why do I make red and the red, white, and green? I'm like, what's my problem? They're ready to party, man. I love it. They're 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 holiday. They're party. festive. They're getting it. I love it, man. And they, don't, and they don't and they don't win very well, so it's okay. Brad's gonna beat me up. Well, every every LVO, I do well. But also, I run into Brad. This is true. We do play a lot at LVO. Well, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> You're gonna have your beautiful gate, uh, goat boy, uh, goat boy Marines there. So I'm looking forward to that. I, I do like the fact yeah. that, by the way. Half of GoPoys and I's games run down to both of us saying, I'm really hungry. I want to go eat lunch. Can we just basically <laughs> run at each other real quick and see what happens so we can go and eat faster? It's, yep. it's an hour to an hour and 20 minutes. Usually, Brittany gives me some crap if she's there. Uh, me and Brad say, whatever. Uh, a lot of dice rolls go happen, and then we just kind of like, all right, we're done. doesn't matter. Yeah. I try to do something stupid, and it doesn't work. <laughs> like this could work maybe All well, right, we now. have a fourth yeah, member of the call today he's our second guest of the episode shortest person in the room shortest person in the yeah. room the late 80s were a very odd time flashback to then deep in the woods of virginia a baby is born lightning crashes in the sky a wolf howls in the distance as the earth itself rumbles all around his name shall be cannon a man whispers cannon biggs he is the king of overall in 2021. He won best overall at Games Workshop Orlando. He won the Onslaught GT this year. He finished top three at the Saltier GT and Crucible this year. And he was named the Games Workshop Finale best overall this year, Mr. Cannon Biggs. I have talks to you guys. Tell me this. As somebody that maybe the first time they ever tried to model glued their hand to the table, true story, uh, how, why do you guys go about when you want to put together an army for an overall? Like, do you start thinking to yourself, like, I'm going to make a kick-ass army that's going to win an overall? Do you just take what you already have that looks sweet? Do you plan the army to smash and then build and paint around that? Like, literally, I don't know what you're. What you? How do you guys start from the bottom, basically, and and rock out? Because clearly, I just make the best list I can possibly look. And then I beg, borrow, and steal and try to find models on the street <laughs> and show up at the event. So you clearly are not using the same <laughs> method that I'm using. So tell me how you guys go about it. I'll, I'll start this one, Brad. Let me, let me tell you how. I know obviously, I didn't, uh, I didn't win an overall, but I finished top three in a couple. And um, so I'll, I'll say that when I started to build this list, 
I talked to Nick and I was like, Nick, I have, I'm, we're having a baby this year and I'm building exactly what I want to paint. And that's where it started. And I did, you know, we made some choices that were competitive. I, mean, I took Majeras, you know, I didn't take a, just a completely dumb list to be like, Oh, here's some painted models. You know, it was, it was a competitive list. And, but it started with me saying what I want to paint and I'm going to paint this and it's, it's, it's what it's doing. You know, how long is the process? What do you got, Cannon? Like, what do you start with? Man. So I start with like a general concept of like, I see like I'll buy something before the like a new codex drops or whatever. Like I really want to play granites because I played them in third edition or whatever. So or like Admech. And I bought I'll buy everything. I'll go spend two grand and just buy all the models. Um obviously I'm gonna try to make it like as competitive and tough as possible. <laughs> uh, one exception is I, I usually don't run models that I don't like. Like I'm not gonna put models in my army that I absolutely hate looking at. Um so that's where I do. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but I feel like I stress myself out when I, when I start putting a project together because like I buy everything and then I try to speed paint everything. Uh, obviously it's like a decent quality. Um, right. But I, I treat it as like, I need to get this done as fast as possible. And then I, you know, kind of screw myself over in that sense where I should like pace myself. So I don't burn myself out of the army where, you know, the, the last stretch of painting this, this project is just like the worst. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense, but uh, that's, that's just that. my process. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm the worst person for it because uh, I, sorry, Mr. Jason Stagowski, when I actually get things painted up nicely, he does all my uh, all my stuff on that. And uh, I don't know if you guys have ever noticed, but I change my mind quite frequently in what I'm going to bring. So uh, he occasionally is very bummed when I go, hey, man, I think I want to play 60 conscripts. You know, <laughs> this Saturday. <laughs> that's by the way, that's a real story. I did oh do my that. gosh! And I also told him on Wednesday. It's not like I gave right. him a full week. <laughs> so. I think when you look at my army, and like for instance, I have I have fifteen vanguards in my list, right from my admech side. And I looked at that and I said, "Man, I think Rangers might be better in this list." And I said, "I hate Rangers. I'm not painting that." So I think it's more <laughs> small things like that for me. It was like if I don't want to paint it, I'm not painting it. But I'm not going to go out of my way to take something bad that I think looks cool. If that makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. What's your what's your mojo on that, Thomas? Because you've literally showed up with as many different armies as I have over the years. But so I'm very fast. So and the painting for me is just a, a byproduct of time. Like, I don't think about it. I just sit there and go, okay, I want to do this army. And then I'll get a wild hair on my ass. And it's like a week and a half. I'll have the army ready to go and done and built if I really want to. <clears throat> if I put my mind to it, it's uh, something else on there. So normally I come up with an idea. Uh, I'll come up with an idea. And if I like a scheme of a model I like a lot, then I was like, okay, let's go do it. Let's, let's, let's head off and do it. Let's go. And I just start. And then I go, then I'll uh, just machine through if I want something different every day. So almost every event, I almost always play something different. I think like this Grand Army you saw, I did that in two weeks before I came because <laughs> someone gave me four Dread Knights. <laughs> He's like, so hey, I don't crazy. want these Dread Knights. I was like, cool, I'll take four. And then I had one. And I was like, I need to fix something. And I just went through and started machining and grabbing you know, the parts. I, I literally borrow a lot of stuff. You've had that same story, by the way, so many <laughs> random times. How often are people just randomly giving you models? Do you blackmail them? Do you like when you say he gave me four dread knights? Did you have like a <laughs> knife in his stomach? You're like, hey man, thanks for the dread knights. He gave no to. <laughs> like, well, I mean, it's, it's just it's someone I, I painted a great army for him like a while ago, 
And he just was randomly collecting stuff. He worked at my uh, place where I work. Uh, and he's like, hey, I just have these Dreadnoughts. And I was like, well, I'm going to do this Dreadnought army. He's like, do you want them? He's like, yeah, you can have them. I was like, awesome. So I just grabbed all four, and then I had one, and I was like, well, i got to buy one. So I guess I'll buy one just okay. to complete my six. I have a funny Goat Boy story, actually, from uh, my buddy Eric, who lives down there by, by Goat Boy there. And uh, he says he walks into his house one time because Goat Boy painted some stuff up for him. And it's literally, I think you could probably see it in the background there, just shelves upon shelves of like unopened boxes. And he's like, and Eric's like, oh yeah, I think I do like this, this and that. And he's like, oh no, I got you. And he goes, it's like, has this like ungodly number of like, say there's like something that's a minimal of three, right? He has like 20 of them. He's like, yeah, I have like 20 of these, you know, what do you need? So it's like, uh, I feel like he has, he has the, um, the never ending bag of models back there somewhere. So so, I'm like, so it's really, it was the same. opposite. Like I, I am like a minimalist. I'm gonna have exactly what I need, and if I'm done with an army, I just sell it or give it give it to somebody. Like I hate having more stuff than I need to have. I, mean, I, th- I think I have like I think I have like a fifteen thousand points of chaos, different chaos armies. I've got a whole entire orc army in boxes that I got for trade for doing art. Um, I have that's my fourth credit army I've painted, and I still have the other one somewhere. I, I um, I've got you. good guy nice. I, I, played, I played with one of your Grey Knight armies at one point in time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 all. I get a wall here at my ass to design something, and I tell people that the only time I sell an army is when I don't ever want to play it again. I'll sell it because like I don't ever really need it to sell for money. So I was like, whatever. So I rarely ever you know, sell anything or give away. That hurts right here. You telling me you're selling stuff. I'm such a, a weird miser and I'm always borrowing stuff anyways. Selling armies off is crazy to me. I'm like, it'll be really? good sometime. Yeah. You're the ghost of Christmas past, man. The miser. Always, I, dude, I, let's be honest. I literally play with models that are older than half the people I play in 40K games. Mm-hmm. You know, like, when I was running the, when I ran the craft world, I just, I ran an Eldred and Magan Ra that were both over 20 years old. Um, like these guys have been around. They've seen some things, man. They've seen some things. <laughs> Morgan Rawls the, could be your dad, the, you know? It's, right? They're uh, they, they're both metal. Yeah. 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 And the, the best part about it is the, the fun of this. You know, every stat line of every of uh, all the models, all the guns and this and that. I never actually know what anything is, the actual model of it. I ran a spirit seer as a far seer for a full decade until Nate was like you do know that's the wrong model, you idiot. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, that's completely wrong. And then he grabs it. And I go, the best is we're looking at Harlequins. And he goes, you have absolutely no idea what any of these actually are. <laughs> like, I know what the stats are. <laughs> like, but I can't identify a kiss versus an embrace versus anything. I'm like, you just show up to me. I'd be like, meh. <laughs> do you think that's because you've been in the hobby longer? Um, I, I find that like you know, typical players that have been playing for like ten to twenty years, like they are, you know, similar to you. Where they'll, they'll keep everything, right? I think the thing is, is it used to be a lot harder to get stuff, though. Also, yeah. like we, a lot of those those things. For instance, with when I first started playing Eldar and stuff, you couldn't even get uh, wave serpents and stuff like that. You had to buy that goofy conversion from Forge World, yeah. yeah. And so, like any time. I get something. I'm always afraid. I'm never going to be able to get it ever again. I'm like, oh, give me my stuff. It's mine, mine, my precious. <laughs> well, that's kind of the case with COVID now, though. You know, because the supply chain's been so disrupted. Like when I got back in the hobby, it was like I need some models. It's like let me just go hoard like a whole 
10 boxes of these. It's funny that you say that because I talked to the Aussies and the QEs and stuff like that. And for the longest time, I, during everything that was the heart of everything that was going down, like they, we told, we'd make up armies and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm like, well, what do you think about this? And this? I'm like, well, what do you think about it? You know, putting this unit in They're like, yeah, that'd be great. Except for the fact that there's zero chance that that's going to make it to this island anytime <laughs> soon. So that was just crazy. Cause like all the ships were just, nope. <laughs> and you're just like, all right, I guess we're playing with this. Which is crazy, you know what I mean? But it has been the thing. I mean, the old, the old men of the the, the the cast here with Go Boy and I, you got to remember there there was this is the, the the glory days of GW where they actually pay attention to us again. There was a dark age in the middle there when you got a codex or a release, and you're like, hey man, this is broken. And GW was like, cool, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll see you in a couple of years. Bro. <laughs> like, oh, it's awful. <laughs> what about the time between the Dark Eldar? Whenever they had like that lapse, where like their models were like from the eighties, and they were like their book didn't release again until like two thousand like ten or something. Was it like it was pretty? It was pretty long gap. I love playing. I'm not gonna lie. I, even right now, I love playing some of the old stuff. I played Cranford Eldar twice now, and. I love that half the rules in the codex don't actually make any sense because it's not addition. it doesn't do anything. It's that. What is it? That guard and uh, is it demons right now? Uh, that all yeah. have the, the super old rules. They all feel new to me, man. I came into the game. I was like, oh, they're, they're, their book came out in 2016. That's pretty recent. You know, all right, cool. I'm just, I'm, I'm psyched up to see some different stuff. What do you guys think about the fact that about having a, a more pushed forward overall circuit. Yeah, you know I mean, because like when I started playing, I was just the guy that brought bad models and tried for best generals. And I had the rest of my team, literally my the guys I played with were going for overalls. But like overall was the award. Literally my best general was like, here's your, you know, your $10 coupon for going to Denny's. You know what I mean? Like here's the real award was the overall, you know, that was the thing that you did. And we kind of took it into like a, uh, a battle master thing and the thing is is that there's lots of you guys that are crushing uh with renmans and overalls and stuff like that and i don't think that they're that you're getting enough enough mojo for it literally you know what i mean be it prize support be it recognition and everything else well i think because, it's gonna circle around though you know because with games workshop coming out and making the you know supporting the game again they made a pretty strong stance stance by bringing four people for you know gameplay for generalship and bringing four people for overall at the, that's, at the finale. That's literally what it used to be, dude. I'm telling you right now. Like I've, I've been obviously I'm bringing old man yeah. stuff, but through all the 2000s and stuff, it, it they didn't even list any of that stuff. It was who won the overall was, and it was such a big deal. And of course, those were the days of I'll bring the evil words of comp back, but they had a comp mm-hmm. score and a, a painting yeah. score and a mm-hmm. and a score and you sportsmanship yeah yeah well, well we won't talk about that because that was uh that, that one person uh Dark you know, hey, i got a couple <laughs> sportsmanship trophies over there I'm a, I'm a sportsman man at heart that's my uh no but like i, I think it's a big deal that I, I like what they're doing what do you guys think about them continuing and expanding on it and it becomes more for instance flg has their hobby thing that hasn't really been a big deal do you think we're going to get more uh basically spotlight on the overall i think it'd be cool i think it'd be nice to have people I, competing in that that aspect i always yeah. preferred overall I always i didn't even know what best overall was until i won it in orlando <laughs> um, i thought i was in trouble because like brant kept coming up to my table like when i was playing and 
I was like, dude, like this guy's about to kick me out of the event. You're too big. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, Hey, stick around. Like we have this like big award or whatever. It ended up being best overall and like getting that trophy and stuff. And it's like, it's really cool. Cause like, you know, obviously being, you know, one of the best players, at the events or, you know, winning the whole thing is, is awesome. But, you know, I think the people that really stand out to me that I play against, they're ones that have, you know, great painted armies that show up that are super fun to play against. And they'll also give you a pretty good game. So, I mean, that's something that I value uh, more than just, you know, going I mean, up to, to a table. Big, and even as a person that shows up my scrap army, I super appreciate good terrain, good modeling. You know what I mean? It makes the game feel different, dude. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Playing, yeah. playing with, with, with crappy models on crappy terrain just isn't as cool as if you show up and you've got sweet painted terrain with a sweet painted army. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just yeah. remember back in the day, no matter what we had to, uh, <clears throat> you had to show up with your display board, even the bad armies, uh, my army showed up with the display board and everything else. I had all the, cause you had to check off for your points. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I think it's a big deal. Yes. <laughs> oh, what is that? that? So that was the, uh, that was the overall they gave for the one year they during the tournament in, uh, Dallas. Oh, sure this trophy. That's a pretty cool ass trophy. No, but I, I it's resin, so there's no way it survives. And there's dice in it. I I just I love I'm not gonna lie, I've been a big thing about that, even though I'm the not hobby guy. I've been kind of pushing for that. I, I was talking with Nate a lot about that, uh, and trying to push the hobby aspect a little bit more. Uh, and the thing is, is I I just respect it because of the fact that, like you were saying though, it's a lot harder to be I love, by the way, I love that. I remember oh, this ever so. The stutter ever <laughs> is something uh, I loved. The, but the, uh, basically showing up and being good at the game and having a sweet painted army, that requires a lot more time than me just basically hoboing my models up and showing up. Yeah, yeah I mean, so I, I do think that I'd like to see more. I'd like to see more, oh. you know what I mean, hobby wise. Prize support wise, for sure. I'm not going to lie. This is, and I'm going to get yelled at by all the the other guys that are going for War Masters. But uh, I would love to just have the War Master, you know, whoever's the best general of it, get his his hammer, his sword, his whatever, and the lion's share of the prize support should be a huge thing for some of the best one best overall because of the fact that they they clearly spent more time and money. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I think it's a big thing, yeah. and I wonder what people said. We should have gone live. We should have gone live and not recorded because I can't ask you. People can call me on this. They can ask us questions. But I'll go back and answer them. I'll, I'll go back and look at them. You know, well, but I know. I, I, it's weird because I'm, I'm actually fairly passionate about this, even though I bring the world's worst looking armies. <laughs> I want to. I want to go. I want to circle well, back for a second. It's something that's kind of interesting. What do you think prize support should be, though? Because I feel like all the events that have gone to or won stuff like that, prize support's been like. Where you know you compare it to like Magic the Gathering, where you know there's actually cash payouts and all that uh, stuff. Like, I'm gonna prop us up a little bit in the Midwest. We actually do a really good job of dumping tons of prize support on every event and trying to give it back. Basically, whatever people give in, effectively they almost 100% comes right back out. You know what I mean? On. They basically take it in and just give it out. Like at the Glass City GT, for instance, people were this is this real thing. Multiple times people have come up. And walked up to the event, uh, Jason, the, the event organizer, and literally went, I think you gave me the wrong slip because there was too much money because he brackets it like Nova does. 
you know, and basically goes, you know, you gave me this amount of money. He's like, no, man, we, we give just a ton of money back. Wow. So, but it makes the people feel like they're part of something. You know what I mean? If you spend a bunch of time and not every, it's a dice rolling game. You're going to lose games. You're going to win games. You know what I mean? And the thing is, is you take a lot of time with your army though, and you play a really good weekend and you lost a game or whatever, and you have a beautiful army, you should be rewarded for that. You know what I mean? Of, of doing that. And I really think that people should get the lion's share of it. I think that you should have your, your, like I said, your best general should get your, your big sword, your whatever trophy, your, your giant mug, your, your whatever it is. Right. And then you should literally be giving stacks of prize support to the overall people because of the fact that they spent a lot of time and money, period. It just, they did. I mean, it yeah. makes the game look better on the tabletop. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it brings in more people here to watch the game. Yeah, it, and, it, and not being a head to your opponent, I think that's also pretty big. Yeah, I mean, I, I said it before. I go, I, I, I actually, I've, I've narrowed my game beyond enough. I feel like I can make anybody have at least a decent game. Yeah, <laughs> I, I demand. I won't let anybody do anything shenanigans. We're just gonna have fun. I, I demand it. <laughs> so. Um, I want to circle back for just a second because we had talked about you borrowing a Grey Knight army from Thomas, and I too borrowed a Grey Knight army from Thomas. I don't even think you knew I did. I didn't even know him back then, but Eric borrowed it, and by default, I borrowed it for our team tournament. So it's like the town bicycle. Everyone got a ride on Thomas's. Uh, uh, Grey Knight I took army. his great. His it was the fifth edition Grey Knight army. It was fifth edition. Uh, yeah, that's what I did it. Adepticon in uh, twenty. Apparently, everybody. That was a well-rode bicycle. <laughs> I, I just, I like, like once I paint an army, and I was like, it, I've, I've, I've shipped my army off to people. I'm like, you need to borrow something, whatever. I, don't care. I, I think I've shipped off Lord of Skulls to someone because I have three Lord of Skulls in another room. There's another room with stuff in the back, also. So, uh, yeah, I've got a problem, um, and I don't care. I mean, you know, because you know, I can whatever's broken, I can usually fix unless it's really ripped apart. And then it's like, well, you. You're gonna to have to buy me a new model, but other than that, I don't really care. I mean, you can Brad's like, I don't care. You can touch my dice, you can touch my models. I don't care. Touch it all. I'm touch open. it all. Art of War, I'm broken. Touch it after all. Dark. Oh, after dark. Um, touch it all. Touch it all. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, show me on the model where Brad touched you. It's, it depends on how far I'm into the tournament. I want to. I want to circle around everywhere. I want. I want to get everyone's 2022. Wish list. Let me start with mine because mine is mine involves two people in this chat. Brad, you're just actually Brad. You could be included in this. I want everyone in the chat, all four of us. I want to make. <laughs> gonna leave you out. I want. Yeah, it's it's a holiday time. It's about giving. Well, you'd be giving us <laughs> your skills in this sense, but I want to make a team for overall at a tournament. I think this is it. I think this is the squad, man, right well, here. Well, you 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 were you were correct, sir, in not including me in, a, in an overall. But <laughs> I like how you I like how I got brighter on you. I was like, "Whoa." Yeah, every, the the, the it's on you now, Brad. The light is shining in your face now. You're illuminated. So, I, I changed what I'm looking at real quick cuz I want to bring up my uh Christmas theme list. This is I'm just saying, this is my in 2022, my my wish list. Is for this to be a team right here. Episode 32, Dream Team overall. Let's go. Dream Team, baby. I love everything about this. I, I'm i hoping to get a chance to play a lot more in 2022. So that's my hope. Well, I'm taking I'm seeing Brad. I'm taking that as a yes then. Uh, Goat Boy's in. Cannon's in. He's doing a fist bump, I think. Yeah, he's in for sure. Yeah. And Brad, you're by default, uh, then you have to be. So you're just. Uh, yeah. There we go. Reindeers. 
I'm not gonna lie, guys. If I could, if they we had a more flushed out team tournament circuit, I would literally never play in any singles games yeah. ever. I, oh, yeah. I love I, I mean, love team tournaments so much more than I like actual singles I, events. Is that your 2022 wish list then? My 2022 wish list. I, 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 have two things. I, have, I have a real thing that could happen when I have my 2022. My 22 wish list is that we had we catch up with the rest of the world, basically, because the Euros and the Aussies destroy us in the amount of team tournaments that they run. They have a full mm-hmm. like circuits that they run that are ranked and everything. And I would love to be part of those. My thing that I think is going to actually happen is I want the I think we're going to supposedly going to get an Eldar chaos box and i hope that that box set is awesome yeah it's two armies that i like in one box it is like ooh, what's inside <laughs> I, I really want that box to be boss mode with some new sculpts too um, i'm looking forward to if i could get something i'd like that that box right there to have new scopes for aspect warriors and new scopes for chosen Ooh. Now, both of those would be are very sexy models. So very good, very good wish list. Very good wish list. Can't oh, wait. Like you got. <laughs> Can't wait. You got for your wish list for twenty twenty two. I got. Uh, I'm going to keep it pretty simple. Um, so the first thing I want is GW to put their paints in the dropper bottles. Ooh. Uh, that would be pretty cool. Uh, I know you can do it yourself, but I don't want to. So what is um, that? That, by the way? I, I I don't understand why those don't aren't there. Yeah, it makes no sense. They've written uh, their line like six times since I started playing this game, and every time they're like, "Check it out, another bad bottle." You're like, oh my gosh! It's like it's taller now. It's so, even worse. So, it's even more unwieldy. So, so think how much the paint dries out, and then you have to buy another one to match that color. Yeah, got it. You hit on the head right there. Yeah, yeah. I know. I yep. know why. I would, he asked what I wanted, and I want that. So, <laughs> and I want, that. and that's what I want. What, what's funny is I, I prefer the washes and the GW bottles because it's easier just to kind of flop out that's true um sure uh, yeah yeah like for that that's the only thing i that's the only thing i want <laughs> everything else i'd rather have a drop bottle i i have a, a related question just because uh i need to know because i know nothing about anything paint wise what is the official hardest color to paint yellow right yeah i could i could I'm, I'm maybe biased but i could do yellow in my sleeve i could literally you could blindfold me i could paint it green for me entire army yellow. green is super hard okay. for me to paint I'd say black then, like getting a good black. I think a lot of people paint green. I mean, green so, is super hard to contrast. I mean, I, I can't just, see half of these colors. It doesn't matter for me. <clears throat> Pink, uh, so, I don't know what color always bothers me. Purple always bothers me because it, I always feel that I don't like the purples I have. It doesn't get. It doesn't go up the direction. And you know, I love red. So red is easy. Blue is easy. Uh, yellow. They, f- it's fixed to do easy yellow. Oh, you got you got to get good purples then, man. Because I love paint purple. The GW purples are not I bad. <clears throat> no, Vallejo's got the dank purples. <laughs> yeah, sure. I think it's, I just I think I need to switch it. I just don't paint it a lot because uh, uh, I I know why. Uh, Nick Rose maybe paint a GNC army, and I really got mad at it. So that's probably why I hate purple. <laughs> well, that fact that you when you said he made you paint a GSC army, the GSC army also contained three hundred and forty models. <laughs> <laughs> I 
it was it was ended up being almost 400 miles by the end of it that's not vehicles that's just yeah. infantry. i was just going to say and it was at the plan. same time he made me and then and then i paid the interior there, man? army oh. hot damn look at that i wanted my look at that hobo i want my gse codex for christmas or new year's whatever yeah. That's the, only, that's the only thing I wanted. That's the only thing I wanted, and I was hoping to play it for all of you, but I don't think that's going to be the case. So, uh oh, Thomas, Thomas thinks something. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it after the after it goes off. The after the after show. After hours show. show. Pants free zone. <laughs> the pants free. You guys are wearing pants. Uh-huh. I mean, clearly not. I mean, I'm taking my pants off. I'm I'm in I'm in post work mode now. I'm pantsless, man. This is all for show. I do the fact that I asked it? you guys that. You guys didn't agree on the color. That makes me happy. Uh, from someone that basically says the rainbows have four colors on them. So, <laughs> I think it depends on what you paint. You know, like if you paint a lot of yellow, yellow's not bad. If you paint a lot of red, red's not bad. You know, but then you get if you if you like like for Thomas, for instance, like he says he doesn't paint much purple, and so purple's like kind of he hadn't got his mixture down right. Because once you get a formula, oh my gosh, painting's so easy once you hit like a. You get your formula down. All right, Javier's. I'm going to call you on the spot. Best 40k army you've ever seen painted. Oh, easy for me. Easy, easy, easy. Matt Buchanan. I hope you're listening, Matt. In Little Rock, Arkansas, painted the Renaissance Marine Army. I think it was 2009 ish, and it was he painted them all like as canvases, and he did like all the Renaissance paintings on like on like raiders, like shoulder pads, and he's like a world class artist. You can look up like Google Renaissance Marines. And that's his army. I guarantee you that's the one that pops up and it's freaking awesome. Oh, that's happening. Uh, it's all, it's always weird seeing the, the Wapple guy. He always plays with his army. So like his dark Eldar was bonkers. If you saw the paint on it, it's just a bonkers looking around. And he's just running around playing with it. <clears throat> like it's nothing. You're like, okay. You know, it's like, these things are beautiful. What are you doing? Who's that? <laughs> uh, Wapple, James Wapple. Oh, okay. Um, he paints for cool mini or not. So most of those models are, I think that's what he does a lot of stuff for. Um, but he's a painter. Like he paints like he's real painterly with designs. And so he uses the grossest, fattest brush to paint and it just glazes and washes and glazes and washes and just builds up. It, it looks, it looks like a, a, an actual oil painter. I mean, if you see his oil paint stuff in watercolor, that's what he paints like. Nice. So, and then, uh, what's his name? There's another guy from Canada. I like, I did a class with him and his stuff is freaking amazing. Um, I can't remember his name, but he was nice. Cannon, what you got for me, buddy? I, I have no idea. <laughs> You're like, I hate everyone's paint. I've, seen, no, I've seen some amazing models, <laughs> but I can't tell you like a whole army that I've seen painted. So like, you know, by, by one of these professional painters. And I've just been like, that's crazy. Like, I can't remember like the, these people's names a lot of time, but I like, uh, I follow uh, Zat Gas to Coon Miniatures and then Legalized Mischief are two guys that I follow a lot for like painting tips and stuff. And they always have great work. I told so. you that uh, shout out to goat boy there. Cause goat boy was one of the OG painting inspirations for me going down to Austin, seeing your like uh, chaos Marines and demons. Like, like you were like the guy I was like, man, this is how, who I want to paint like. And I was so bad at painting back then. So now you're now, now you're way too good. You're doing such a good freehand. I just have time to do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I just don't want to do it ever. I feel like you learned a lot just looking style. at your stuff back in the day, though, man. Like you, you are an awesome painter, actually. You have you have your style. Like it's like the goat boy style. You know, I could look at a line of armies and pick yours out. I, I painted the same one, with the drawing. I literally painted one marine, and it took me so long. And I was being coached along with it, and I got demoralized. 
I literally spent an entire evening. We did a paint cast and I painted one Uno. Ah, yeah. <laughs> and it took me three hours. Was, was the coaching like kind of like ghost over your shoulders and be like, oh, you got to do this. And yeah. as you painted, that's what it was like. Almost. It was, it was dark? It, it, I did it on uh, the, uh, we were just hanging out and we streamed it. And the original, the, 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 more demoralizing it was his wife who just doesn't paint she just randomly does some artwork she painted a mini i painted a mini sean painted we all painted the exact same mini and at the end of it i was just like the the little kid that's trying to get his art on the refrigerator <laughs> and both of them have these like beautiful minis that they're showing and i'm like what do you think dad <laughs> <laughs> good it's job like finger painted <laughs> Hey, it kind of looks like uh, Vulcan is ghosting you right now. Like he's he's teaching you how to paint or podcast. You know, he has his arms around you, safe. Well, I get the loving embrace of Vulcan, yeah. baby. <laughs> they were hesitant to put I your model up on the bridge. Yeah. yeah, they were like, "Let's put it over here. We don't want to get it hurt." <laughs> <laughs> I want everyone to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about the time when I was like, "Oh man, not only am I bad at this, but..." This is demoralizing. You're like, yeah, sometimes I just paint an army in a week or two. I'm yeah. like, I focused all of my energies and skills into this one model and made a terrible model. <laughs> like, <laughs> Cannon, give me your um give me your thoughts. You you give us one of your wish lists for 2022. What else you got? Um I oh, I just want the droplet bottles for the GW paints and my GSC codex. GSC um, codex. But I know chaos on the horizon. And there's definitely some cool chaos models that, like, I think um, I definitely would like. Like, I heard something about maybe mutants and, you know, new possessed models and stuff new like Primark. that. So I think that's true. Do you want to play, you want to paint big boys or you want to paint squads? <clears throat> I want to paint squads, man. I want to I put it together a Night Lord's army at some point if they don't suck. So. Night Lord's are pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. What are you, Thomas, you like painting big boys or squads? Come on, I only play stuff with big bases. What are you talking about? I, I was just, I don't even know why I asked you that. Do you own anything that's not on a 40 millimeter or bigger? <laughs> I mean, I have Coltis and Poxwalker, so I mean, that's, that's small. I mean, I'm the, I'm the guy who played uh, when the first index for uh, or eighth came out. I played uh, nine Demon Princes. <laughs> so. <laughs> that, I'm not going to lie. That might have been my favorite time of talking to GW guys when GW didn't. We'd have the rule of three yet, and they flew over for that Nova, and basically were like, "What are you guys playing?" <laughs> we're like, "This is your fault. This is the this monster is- you created. <laughs> you, you did this. You did this to us." <laughs> they were like, literally flew back and were like. Here's some more rules, apparently. <laughs> like, like, no, 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 bad, yeah. no, like spray bottling us all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, bad. You know. believe what those Americans are doing. <laughs> Thomas, give me. I, I love. I love. <laughs> give me your. Give me your New, new Year's, man. man. I win. So my New Year's is I get to play in events and see Brad a few times. That's number one. So uh, that's the that's the most important one. And two, for the love of God, give me two wounds on my Chaos Space Marines. Yeah, for the love of, I need something. I mean, lie. again, I know. I feel yeah. like they're literally doing a long troll of Chaos players. Everyone has gotten the rules, even if they haven't got a codex, except for Chaos, and they released that they were going to give them two wounds. What sixteen months ago? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> 
Jakari has been nerfed twice in the period that it's taken for you to wait for your two in Chaos Marines. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just bullshit. so funny because you're like, hey, we're going to definitely give you guys two wounds. Soon. <laughs> Sometime. Also, I, also, hey guys, you can't cast a psychic power on another legion. <laughs> you know, like, did you guys just nerf us? Also, <laughs> no two wounds. <laughs> hey, your terminators are 33 points. That's pretty cool, right? <laughs> you know, they literally told you to look at the bag and then just punched out. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, yeah, they're like, it's like this. Yeah, I totally banged your mom. What? <laughs> so much, so much. I'm um, lie. What do you guys think about big models? By the way, as far as uh, knights, primarchs, and stuff like that. I know you guys are all models. I, Blake, I know you like them because you're playing knights. Oh but, like, yeah. I want to throw it out because in, in people that actually do a lot of modeling and stuff, because they're cool things, they're awesome, but super hard to balance, man. You know what I mean? Between Primarchs and Knights and stuff like that. What are your guys' thoughts of them in the game? Not just as a cool centerpiece, but in the game itself. I think they've done a good job. I mean, 40K has, I think there are, 40K has three problems, you know, overall in general, rules-wise. You have no LOS shooting. That's a big one. That's always a problem because it's really unfair. Um, flyers are always a problem. And oh they got big monsters. Yeah. And big monsters are making big monsters usable in a game, but not dominating in the game. So I think they kind of resolve most of the big monster stuff, not in the best way possible, by basically making things so much more lethal that they just remove them. Um, so that's kind of the problem. Um, and then um, they put a fixer with flyers, and uh, no LOS will be there for a long time. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. But those are the those are the those are the three big issues in 40k. And I think you know, like I said, big models are sort of fixed. I don't. Um, knights don't do enough damage unless they're Majeras. Yeah, or Castellans. And the new uh, Castellan Castellan like is popping his head over, going, "What you talking about, man?" <laughs> well, I mean, so Castellan is Castellan's probably correct. Like it hasn't shown up a lot because there's so much. Uh, um, I mean, it probably should show up now, but there's been so much offensive attack. Oh yeah, I think it's actually okay now. I think it's because like, but in reserves, it walks on and it just murders stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was also because we were going to such an MSU meta that it couldn't kill enough, but it whatever it does shoot at, it will die. So, <clears throat> what, are you, what are your thoughts on that, Cannon? What are your thoughts about big big models? So I think they're generally. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. They're bigger than the smaller models. <laughs> you know, this is why we have here. This guy is big. He's Top tackling. He's tackling the big issues. <laughs> well, I mean, your name is Cannon. I mean, I don't get paid to think. All right, I'm just here to look pretty. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I like big models as like you know these centerpieces. I know you asked about you know on the table, you know centerpieces for an army, but. but I just like being able to Kool-Aid through walls and stuff, and that's something you generally can't do with big models. It's weird for me in the mechanics because you actually... I I have a hard time balancing because I want the big things to do a million things that they don't do, and they probably beat OP if I play them the way I want to, but you can't tell me that like you're like, so uh, Marines could roll through there, but Magnus is not able mm -hmm. to figure out a way to go through that uh, that broken wall right there. No, right. no possible way he could figure it out, right? Okay, okay, I got you. Well, nope. guys, that's a fence. I can't possibly get through there. He's been playing <laughs> two any more RPGs. 
path is blocked. Path is blocked. <laughs> well, I, I think, I think AOS does a little bit better job with it because they like the game is based on these big models. There's lots of big models, here, so it looks much better from a place perspective. Um, a bunch of tiny little guys running around. You're like, how is that exciting let's, from a stream let's perspective? Be on, let's be on point though. AOS big models are insanity. Complete. They're great. They're awesome looking. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they. I mean, they look. I was like, they look cool. They do stuff. Most of the time, they're good. Like they do good things. So I was like, how can we bring that to 40k without you know obliterating uh, you know the need for troops or tiny stuff that isn't just like getting in the way? So I don't know. It's 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 hard. Magnus did obviously didn't work correctly. Uh, I think Mortarion is probably still correct. Um, he's just slow. That's kind of his problem. Slow seasons. I think Magnus is a, is a miss because of the fact that he is literally no argument worse than just taking three other dudes. Yeah. <clears throat> like not even, it's not even close. You're like, don't, don't tell Magnus where the party is. He ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> I think my list so, just comes in there. Derps it up. Good. He's like, is Magnus wearing pop collars again? Come on, bro. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I think my he, did he bring off, Bud though. Light? Is he drinking my IPAs? He's <laughs> Bud Light. drinking my IPAs. What kind of jerk is Magnus? He is that guy is that for guy. sure. I brought some beers. I brought some beers. What's up? So, what are you guys' hobby projects? Let's get let's get let's get real. What are we? Twenty twenty two. What are you three painters bringing? Tell me what the new armies are. Tell I I refuse to acknowledge if you're saying you're bringing the same old stuff. What are you bringing? What is your 2022 project? What's the passion project? What am I going to see by the summer? So I have I have oh. two projects I'm working on right now. One is my LVO project, which is I'm closing out the season on my Imperium army that I've been doing. But my passion project is like I got an Inquisitor in the list now. And he is on a very, very, very crazy base. And it's probably going to be the best model I've done. So that's my project right now. I'm excited about it. But my 2022 army is going to be Tau. And I'm running the test schemes right behind me right now. I'm painting green. I said green is my challenge. So I'm doing green in 2022. What kind of green are you doing? Like a lighter green? Like an OD green? Like an emerald green. I'm going like a really sharp emerald green. Okay, that's cool. Is emerald green like Wizard Oz green? Yeah. 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 Totally. Sure. As you can that's, see, Peter Master Brad Chester weighs in on that. Cannon, <laughs> what's your project? What do you got going on for 2022, buddy? Tell me. Right now, I'm doing a, a Knights Commission. Um, I'm finishing up my Grey Knights, which will probably be my last hurrah um, with them. I uh, cut all the Dread Knights from my list and uh, doing just kind of Silver Tide, just mass Grey Knights, and it's been pretty damn good. Uh, so that'll probably be my LVO list. Um, and then I have, this, these are my onslaught winnings that just came in here. I got six boxes of jackals. Oh, here's a BMX, BMX, uh, off-roading challenge. Yeah. Dude, I know like Blake and I were talking about, I'm getting everyone in Florida who plays GSC like hyped up for this, uh, the upcoming book. We're just, we're just preemptively agreed to everyone runs max jackals and we wear motorcycle helmets <laughs> and during the events. <laughs> Florida main style. I love you. Got, you got to make up doing make up doing jumps. Like like, uh, do you remember? Do you ever remember that eighties BMX movie Rad? I mean, Brad knows Rad, right? I know Rad. Of course Thank you very much. Of course, Brad knows Rad. So you got, so you got to do, uh, you got to do like cool, sweet jumps. So they're doing jumps off of it, and so like doing kind of uh, popping, popping the wheelies, popping other stuff. You know, a badass would be. Your <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we can get away with a lot of this shit in Florida. So yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't excited yeah. for GSC. How about you, Thomas? What do you got going on? 2022 project, baby. 
So, so I've got to decide if I want to do my evil knights with a giant single eyeball Castellan type thing as a head. So that's on the that's a thought process. So I'm kind of in the thought designing it. Um, I have way too many orc boxes that I should decide if I want to do orcs or not. Um, and then, of course, Chaos Space Marines when that comes out. I mean, I've got, if I'm going to a lot of events, the chances of me swapping armies every event is really high. <laughs> like, really, really high. <clears throat> so uh, I'll get a wild hair in my butt about something and decide to, like, uh, LVO is Space Ghosts. I'm finishing it up right now. I'm going to play it a couple times because I'm really bad about not playing it. And then getting there and forgetting half my rules most of the time and just, you know, beating them with my uh, with my wickedly good looks, um, you know, and my my charm. Um, and then running to Brad and Brad stomping a mud hole in my face. Uh, you, you know what you should do? So. And Tom, I could give him a, a technique that he's going to use. Thomas is going to show everybody how large his child is. And then they're going to look at him <laughs> and realize... I don't understand what happened. Why he gave birth to a giant? <laughs> <laughs> How do you give birth to to a it's baby? going to be, be, be a man. Oh, my wife did. My wife is tall, um, <laughs> taller than me, and that's why I have tall children. And they'll be master blaster at some point in time because they'll be able to carry <laughs> me on my shoulder. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I mean I, it's, it's whatever whatever comes out. Um, I have a giant custodes army that if the you know the book is decent, I have a couple pieces I can fix that up. Um, I've got I've got a lot of problems. I got a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, Brad, I want you to give us your Christmas list. We've waited for it. Let's hear it. It's it's easy, baby. It's just all the, the friendly Nurgle stuff. You got Big Papa. You've got Epidemius. He's tally. I basically think that he's. You know, trying to figure out if you're naughty or nice. He's keeping the, the total list. right there. He's got the, the naughty list. And then, of course, you have to maximize your beasts of Nurgle because they're just like happy-go-lucky. They're trying to play with you. They want to hang out. They just want to have a good time. <laughs> and then you got to bring maximum Nurglings. Maximum Nurglings for maximum funsies. And then, of course, I just like play drums, so... You so, <laughs> so, so you got a couple flag drones. You got Max Nurglings, Max, Max Nurglings, Max Beast of Nurgles, and Big Papa Epidemus to keep the find out if you're naughty or nice. And then I just took Max Blade Drones after that. How many is that? Uh, you can fit in a real weird number, which is I think fourteen. Fourteen drones? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, drones are drones are nine max. Nurglings are nine max. No, we're saying not fourteen. It's the nine. No, beasts are like a million. Yeah, beasts are like nine in a squad, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm obviously taking units of seven, so I don't know what kind of crazy talk you guys are talking about. My buddy played this with Max Beast of Nurgle at NOLA, and I was like, what is on this table? How did someone buy this many? The real ones. And I was like, what is going on with they're, this madness? They're <laughs> huge, by the way. They're massive. Yeah, they take up so much space. I'm not going to lie, that army right there, while not the best army, will give a lot of armies fits because you could literally play one of the six objective games or even worse, battle lines. If you go first to just push all that crap right in the middle, yeah. your opponent's going to be <laughs> real annoyed digging through there, especially if you heat up a little bit on those feudal pains. Like, like 21 beasts of Nurgles, here we go. <laughs> And you get you had the, the, like, the epidemic's back there tallying it all up. I think that would actually win some games. Like a bid tables, I think it'd do okay. I think you could I think you could pilot that to a top table, Brad. It, well, it, it doesn't take. I, I would just 
put it into the middle and stand there. Stand there, yeah. Put my hands through my legs. That would be my every single game would be the exact same. You're like, Brad, what are you doing? I'm going to move to those middle two objectives and stand there. Anything else? Nah. <laughs> like I, that's that's where I'm going right there. I feel Strangle. like our last month of episodes has has culminated to this list because every time we ask a guest what their holiday model is, it's always it's, Nurgle. It's grandfather Nurgle. It's for always sure. Nurgle. And this is this is the ultimate New Year's <laughs> Christmas. If you have a party, this is the list. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Ragnar Blackman. Well, he's also the, the the ultimate Kool-Aid man party master. Yeah. Ragnar just shows up. I also like the fact that Ragnar literally has this entourage basically. It's like, oh Ragnar. They like they don't do anything else but cheer him on while he kills people. <laughs> He's just running in the battle and they're like, Did you see my boy Ragnar? <laughs> like, are you guys gonna fight? Like, oh snap. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you gonna get messed up. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. What else do y'all have for holiday cheer today, guys? Let's all let's all let's all have one thing that we are thankful for for 2021 around the horn. My first one is I'm thankful for everyone listening, thankful for starting this podcast, and thankful for my co-host, Mr. Brad Chester. I see how it is. You made it way too real for me, buddy. Hey, I did. Yeah, I brought it on. I laid it I, on. I, I'm super thankful. After we had all this, I mean, well, I guess we're still in COVID. I had it two weeks ago, but I, I'm super thankful. After like no one could go out and do anything, man. And the first tournament back, I was so thankful for just how many people I know from literally around the world that I've met through playing with my stupid tiny toys. Being a grown ass man playing with tiny toys has let me meet people from literally all four corners of the world. And I love it. Ken, what you got? Yeah, man, I, I, I think I'm pretty thankful about, you know, the community. Um, you know, I'm obviously pretty new to this, this stuff and, I feel like I've met like the coolest people and had the most fun in like the last eight months. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to you know keep this train going, and yeah. I'm just glad this one's been so accepting and and fun and nice. So, yeah, cool. Thomas, I'm just thankful to be playing again. It was a really long year, and <clears throat> I painted too many armies during that year and didn't get to play them. <laughs> so. I'm very thankful to have uh, friends again, seeing stuff, be able to go out again. Um, so that's more so. I mean, I've, I've told how I many I was like, Brad, I'm I'm glad I got to see you uh, at at uh, the GW. You know, because I was like, I was hoping at some point in time I'd see you at some point or at LVO next year. I mean, seeing Blake again, um, seeing old friends we hadn't seen in forever. Um, I'll hopefully get a chance to see Pajama Pants at some point in time as well. There's a whole batch of people that I haven't seen for a long time. Yeah. So. It's always good to see that stuff. I think it's more important because uh, we get real lonely and not having this uh, little hobby that keeps <laughs> our brain like working keeps it keeps us from uh, you know going crazy inside the house with every nonsense. Um, this allows us to do that because this is just a much better aspect. Is what I tell most people is like you know I, you might think I'm wasting my money doing this hobby, um, but uh, it keeps me from um, being you know, lonely at home or just obsessed with work or obsessed with something else. So I think that's really important. I think it's something that's glad that it's back. Yeah. Love it, baby. Love this, it. This episode was an absolute blast, guys. Thank you for coming on. I'm getting you all on a real episode <laughs> at some point. Uh, we got to do it. So thanks for coming on, guys. Happy holidays. For sure. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> For those listening, sexy. I got to do my typical closing. Make sure to check out our other shows. We have the Art of War Kiwi Vanilla with 
Steve Joel and Johnny Lennon, the boy King. We have the Art of War patriotic version, also known as Down Under with the late and great Adam Camilleri. Make sure to check out his show. As always, we are the Art of War Pistachio. You didn't know you loved this till you tried us. Check out all the other things we have at theartofwar40k.com. Thanks for listening and join us in the next year. Like what you just listened to? Check out Art of War and the Art of War Down Under podcast on the competitive 40K network. Theartofwar40k.com. 